Welcome. You've joined the Hedonism Show with Carol and David, broadcasting live from the world's most iconic adult playground Hedonism 2 on Negril Beach in Jamaica. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Hedonism Show. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. everyone. We're Carol and David. Welcome to the Hedonism Show. Just like you, we're all trying to do our part to stay safe in these crazy times, but we sure are missing our favorite sexy resort, Hedo 2 on the Grill Beach in Jamaica, and we can't wait to get back there soon. But in the meantime, we're happy that we can share a little Jamaican vibe right here on the Hedonism Show. For sure. And before we get going, we want to shout out to all our Jamaican friends and family from Hedo 2. Harry, Kevin, Donna, Winston, Chef Anthony, and so many others who we miss and hope are safe and healthy on the beautiful island of Jamaica. And we can't wait to get back to the world's most iconic adult playground. You know, it's an all-inclusive paradise where you can turn your fantasies into reality. And holy fuck, babe, we sure have turned some of our fantasies into realities Mm -hmm. at Hedo over the years. You know, it's the sexiest place on earth where you can get wicked for a week and be as mild or as wild as you like. The Hedonism Show is all about the pursuit of pleasure and as usual, we'll be talking about sex, sexuality, relationships and all the ways to spice up your sex life, to live happy, healthy and always horny. I'm so horny today. We're going to have to do something about that a little bit later. Mm -hmm. But first, let's find out if our listeners are navigating a new relationship in the midst of a global pandemic and they find themselves being pulled in so many different directions that their newfound sex life is disappearing quickly. Perhaps they're wondering if other couples are having similar challenges. On today's show, we'll be talking about how couples therapy has changed since COVID-19 hit and all the ways to promote good communication in order to share your wants and desires with your partner and enjoy a healthy connection together. You want to hear some of my wants and desires? Absolutely, hon. Okay, That's the later way it goes. in the show. And great okay. sex matters. But first, let's talk about our top waterproof blanket. You know, it's something we talk about every show because everybody should continue to have great sex now more than ever. But if you're fed up with sleeping in that fucking wet spot or have to change your sheets every time you have sex, then you need to have one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leak-proof, and it guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry no matter how wet it gets. From messy massage oils to silicone lubes or any other sexy wetness, just throw it in the washer and dryer, and it comes out looking like brand new. And you don't have to leave your house to get one. Simply and safely go to Amazon and order yours today. Search Top Waterproof Blanket. That's T-O-P, Waterproof Blanket. Great sex starts now. It sure does, and so does today's show. You know we're Carol and David. This is the Hedonism Show, and we are super excited to welcome back today's special guests. We have holistic sexologist Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce from uh, Exotic Lifestyle Events, which hosts various treat- retreats in hedonism in Jamaica. And joining her is her husband, Dr. Mark Pierce. All right, guys, you've been on our show before. We've been on vacation with you. Thanks for taking time out of your busy day. We know you're always helping couples do the right thing and spice things up. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Yes. Good morning. Nice to see you guys. And let's just talk a little bit about COVID-19 because that's one of the things that's on everybody's mind right now. Let's talk about how it has affected your relationship and your sex life. Well, I think for us, um, it's given us more time 
uh, together. Um, you know, a lot of our extracurricular activities are, you know, karate or yoga or, you know, friends, things that distract you away from a couple time. As they fell away and we became more isolated together, we and we found ourselves really actually enjoying more of that private time together and, and needing to get more creative. So I, I would say, you know, we've, we've been just tearing each other up pretty, pretty <laughs> I well. I love that. <laughs> but initially it was, it was a nightmare because <laughs> normally, normally when I come home from work, oh. we have this soft rug and Nancy would be partially dressed. Usually she wears something from the waist up. <laughs> and uh, you know, legs apart and a cold beer in between, greeting <laughs> me at the door, coming home from work. Well, I work at a medical clinic. Well, the next day when I came home, instead of imagining what I was expecting, she greeted me with a hamper basket and said, "Strip outside, come in and go take a shower." Oh. <laughs> so I'm not touching it. So initially, there was a drastic change. No, I'm kidding. No, we we tried to really focus on each other because we had additional time to do that now but she still has that beer between her legs every night just the same right yeah, that's right we just have a little <laughs> <laughs> I like the I like the beer between the legs because then Mark has to go in there and warm her up before he can start fucking her because <laughs> we all know you can't just go in when she's just cold oh of course not no it's, it's always an incentive to get home early you know, and, and, and I think that's probably, you know, one of one of my uh, uh, talking points would be um, for, for great sex. Don't start at midnight. You know, if, if you start at midnight, you're, you're tired. So you'll enjoy it a lot more if you start, you know, well, at dinner. 24, 24 sure, sure. like like we talk about all day foreplay i mean there's no there's no need to keep it back just do it when you're feeling it when you're in the mood if you're gonna sell if you're not feeling sexy you're not gonna act sexy so yeah. you're, you're absolutely right you need to keep the energy level up and sometimes it's a little hard to do when you're feeling a little depressed about your world and everything yeah. else that's going on have you found you but, guys have had more in-depth and deeper conversations about whatever that's going on in your relationship. I mean, you know, Carol and I, we've been working at home together for probably 15 years, but Mark, you know, you go to the office and now I'm sure you're home a little bit more and you're in Nancy's hair and she's like, does she ever say, Mark, just get the fuck out of here. I need some free space. Uh, I mean, after a while, I mean, she, she does have a little trouble thinking after orgasm. So it does start to, <laughs> Um, like, like she was describing last night, she was asking me what happened after. Um, so, <laughs> where you were, you were saying, did you? I totally am gonna own that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Why so, not? so I think I think sometimes I was feeling playful, and she felt like she needed to work, and and so there there is uh, there are sometimes some timing issues and discussions about about that. Um, yeah, because for me, that was a big switch because he, I was used to him being gone for his 10-hour work days, plus he would be gone for three or four hours at karate or doing things with his friends. And so I had a lot more of my own time to organize my work and my play and my rest and whatever I did, my schedule. So all of a sudden, he's around a lot more and he he just thinks, okay, if I'm sitting here, I must be just a play toy right? right i don't have anything else to do 
<laughs> so yeah, we had to negotiate a little bit of that. <laughs> well, I try hard to make you think that you don't have anything else to practice. <laughs> well, that's one of the topics well, what that we're going to. As a counselor, is that the COVID situation? I think it magnified everybody's underlying um, relationship health. So, if you had a healthy relationship to begin with, I think it many couples felt like yippee, you know, we get more time together. Whereas couples that were in unhealthy relationships, having all that extra time together became a magnified burden. Yeah, exactly. And that's one of the things that you noticed. And before we get into this topic, I just wanted to ask you how your practice has changed since COVID hit. You were saying that you had to do a lot of different things, of course, using Zoom and other technology. Right. Right. Well, much of my practice was international, um, creating retreats and events uh, around the world. So um, I had about five big trips and events planned that had to be canceled. So plus whatever's coming this year. So that made me have, you know, have to really redirect my energy. And so my private practice, which I had just kind of been kind of dabbling with because I didn't want to feel locked down to a clientele, which I've done before in numerous capacities. Uh, I, I opened that up and that I've just had a flood of couples coming in needing needing guidance on how to navigate this time, which has challenged everybody in ways that they never dreamed possible. And have you found any that there's been any differences between how long-term couples and perhaps new couples have fared during this crazy time? Oh, definitely. It's very, it's very interesting. And for, first of all, all my clients are, I see via Zoom. So that is nice because people kept still feel they have privacy and they, I see people from all over the world. But the, the, the interesting thing has been I have a quite a large uh, population of new couples that have been together under a year. So that means when COVID hit, they'd been together maybe three or four months. And so they, these are brand new relationships. And all of these are adults. They're, most of them are in their over 35 range up to the 60s. And so these aren't teens or young, you know, twenties something having this experience. So these are adults that that have their own own life experience, their own baggage, and then now they're put together with a person that they don't know very well, and that becomes their person because dating became impossible <clears throat> when COVID hit and we went into quarantine. So now they feel like they're stuck with each other, and they have to work things out. So it's been very, very interesting to see the intensity that couples want to put into this brand new relationship, partially because they don't feel like they have any options. Mm -hmm. And so, but what, what I'm trying to help people with is to develop some new communication skills and some new self-awareness skills in the midst of whatever they're trying to do with their relationship that can help them for the rest of their life, no matter who they're with, you know, it's this, this just magnified everybody's stuff. So if you tend toward anxiety or depression, or um, if you're a, a positive thinker, you know, whatever, whatever your underlying personality was, just like the underlying relationship health, all of those things have been magnified in this period of time. 
so it's it's been a, a very interesting self-reflection uh, practice that I've created. Well, that's cool. So can you give us some of the tips that you offered to your clients that might help people who are living in this quarantine style lifestyle um, that might work for a couple or a family? One of the practices that I've developed over many years uh, is called, I would call it the Oasis. And the Oasis is a communication practice that if you learn this um, as an individual and then you can practice it with other people, you're, you're able to speak your truth, you're able to set your boundaries, you're able to hear another person's truth without um, necessarily fusing with their emotional state at the time. And I think for, for anybody that's in a close quarters with other people, having those kind of skills to deal with your own anxiety and fears and whatever's coming up for you, uh, it helps you also deal with the other persons. Because I think we, when we get into these situations, it's very easy to take everything personally. You know, if somebody's upset or afraid, because a lot of people are living in fear right now. And so when people are afraid, they react from that place of fear. And so these communication skills that I teach uh, help people to not react necessarily from fear, but learn how to look beneath it and speak their truth from a deeper place of honesty. And it's also vulnerable. And then I teach people listening skills, how to hear what somebody else is feeling and then not necessarily become an argumentative or uh, accelerate or um, aggravate that person's emotions. So, you know, because teens, we have, I have families that have teenagers, you know, it's been a tough, tough time for teenagers and parents don't know what to do because they're used to parenting a certain way. And however we were living in our relationships before this, it had to adapt during this period of time. So I teach some adaptation skills. And all of those things cause conflict in the couple, which of course then will affect their sex life and the intimacy that they can share between each other. Absolutely. As, as you both know, I, I've always said that your sex life, the quality of your sex life really is a barometer of everything else happening in your, in your life, the health of your body, the health of your relationship, the health of your, you know, your social standing, whatever you value, how your, your sex life is, is a nice barometer of that. And so right now when people's sex life goes dark, it's usually just a, a symptom of something else happening in their life. Right. You, you take a couple that's just getting started in their relationship, and I, I always smile because they always ask Nancy, and they say, you know, I, I want to have what you guys have. And we go, well, um, <laughs> we have 20 years of knowing each other. and or 34. We, yeah, we're, well, <laughs> around, around that. And, uh, <laughs> we have a, a many years of knowing each other, and you're just getting started. So this oasis is, is like a very conscious consent process for sexual play it, it would be an example because in the heat of sexual play sometimes it gets hard to to know what a person wants and is comfortable with and you certainly don't want to spoil the moment so if you can uh, discuss these things ahead of time it actually can be kind of a turn on to talk about things that are 
you know, that they're interested in or both are interested in at that very early stage of a relationship. They're just getting to know. I mean, they're still probably getting excited, just uh, getting undressed. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Well, we're undressed (laughs) all the time, so it's a rare event. (laughs) So what would you say would be the top two sex challenges that people are facing during this COVID time? Top two sex challenges. Um, I think dealing with, uh, you know, timing, because when family, a lot of a lot of parents have had their kids come home and be home all day long, and so everybody's isolated in a in one space. So finding private time has probably been very very difficult for people that still have kids around. Um, and then I think they uh, each of us dealing with our own fears and anxieties and keeping the priority uh, in the present moment. You know, we're, we're all afraid of the future and, and that that's created a nervousness. But yet we're in this present moment, you know, Mark and I frequently look at each other and go, OK, you know, we're both healthy. Our kids are healthy. Our, we're, we're doing OK. We have roof over our head. We, 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 you know, we remind ourselves we're good right now. And then if you can do that, then you can enjoy that moment. But I think people are living more in the future and they forget about the present moment. Right. And you were telling us a little bit about Dr. Diana Wiley's book. You want to just expand on that? Yeah, she, um, she had been working on a book for uh, people that were struggling with uh, disability and um, other concerns. And so when, when COVID began, she just quickly put together this book on how to cope with COVID and keep things sexy. So um, I'll, I'll create a link for that uh, for you so that people can see, can, you know, can get a little bit more help from her. She's an incredible resource, uh, been a sexologist and a marriage family therapist for 30 plus years. So she's, she's a phenomenal, phenomenal woman and human. So wow. that's a great great resource for people. Well, thank you for that. We're having an amazing discussion. We're just going to ask you to hold that thought for a second because we want to remind everybody that this is the Hedonism Show. We are Carol and David, and we're talking with Dr. Nancy Sutton-Pierce from Exotic Lifestyle Events, all about keeping your sex life alive and well during the pandemic, whether you're at home or on vacation. We're going to be right back after this. Stay tuned. Yeah, let's not forget Mark. He's there too. Yes. Sorry, Mark. (laughs) So, you know, people have been asking us, what's changed after four years of doing the podcast? Well, a lot has. But to be honest, the orgasm gap still remains a challenge for many couples. You know what I'm talking about. Men tend to finish before their female partners. You've heard us talk about Promescent for years. Their urologist-developed, FDA-compliant delay spray can help men last up to 64% longer without loss of sensation. And it's great because promescin is quickly absorbed into the penis and it doesn't transfer to your partner. And speaking of your partner, I think we can all agree that sometimes women, even when alone, still have challenges around reaching orgasm. So now, promescin has created a female arousal gel. I love it. It's a clitoral stimulant that she can rub into her clitoris for increased pleasure and a lot more satisfaction during pretty much any type of sexual activity that you can think of. Absolutely. So now they've got promescent delay spray for him and arousal gel for her. So basically, they're closing the orgasm gap on both sides. And remember to check out their amazing lubes as well. Yeah, trust us. Try these amazing products and you'll thank us later. Seriously, just write to us at ask at carolandavid.com and tell us how it went.
So try Promescent today. Just go to the website www.promescent.com. That's P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T dot com. Yeah, and now, and especially for a limited time, if you enter Sexy Lifestyle 15, you'll get 15% off every order. And remember, tell your friends too, that's Sexy Lifestyle 15 for 15% off. Alrighty, this is the Hedonism Show. We are Carol and David, and now we're going to get back to our show with Dr. Nancy and Dr. Mark. We cannot forget about him. He's been part of Nancy's life for, um, well, he says 20, she says 30, somewhere <laughs> in between there, um, those many years. Now, now, guys, we know you more than just guests on our show. Uh, we've been on vacation with you guys, been on cruises, we've been to Hedo. Um, but we've never been to one of your retreats at Hedonism, so we're going to take this part of the show not only to talk about what you do at your retreats, but how important it is for couples to actually get away and participate in these retreats to spice it up. So let's start talking about how you developed your retreats from how long you've been doing it and what they're all about. Well, they, they began really organically. I've been um, a health educator for years, so educating people has been just something I can't seem to get away from. And then I also became a yoga therapist. Both Mark and I became yoga therapists. And so when we first started going to hedonism in 2005, we discovered that we could come back and teach our yoga. So in so February 2006 is when we taught our first uh, yoga class at uh, in in Jamaica. And so this this February will be our 15th year teaching teaching yoga. But in that yoga, teaching yoga at hedonism, uh, it created a different atmosphere for teaching people about communication, a body awareness, um, interaction, uh, sensuality. And so each time we would go back, because we were going back four or five times a year to teach, each time we would go back, our classes would get bigger and bigger, and I would start to add in more, more sensuality, some from erotic massage and sensual massage to sensual communication. So they've just evolved over the years. And so now I teach, I've, I've created a whole array of courses uh, of, regarding the Oasis. They're all around that topic of the Oasis. And... Then I bring in, I blend in the sexology, you know, teaching people about female anatomy, but in a sexy, sensual, erotic way, rather than just having a PowerPoint, you know, like people can use their partner to learn about, you know, female anat sexual anatomy and pleasure. I've never seen a class where people, as soon as they're excused, run out of the classroom so fast. <laughs> <laughs> they want to practice what they've learned on a finish why didn't anybody stay after and continue to talk with us they're all gone well the ones stay and continue they're not talking mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. they're finishing think, you know, nancy has an uncanny way of turning vacations into jobs and work <laughs> um and i tease her about that a, a lot um but it is you know it has been a the, from the, the evolution of being able to observe and watch people, um, how uncomfortable they are in certain situations, um, and, and other people who are a little bit more bold and, and energetic. It's been a, a lot of uh, experience watching all of these different people interact 
not hito and we have hundreds of funny stories about people you know yoga has a little mystique about it you know because you're putting yourself in some interesting positions and you know bathing suits or naked it can be somewhat revealing so people feel a little vulnerable and we we laughed really hard the one time the one couple uh you know uh introduced themselves to us after the class and and uh nancy asked him well how long have you been married and how long have you been a couple and uh, the lady said oh i don't know him I, I just wanted to do yoga i just grabbed him from the <laughs> from the slot machine area and brought him over and, and we did we did yoga together and we we have all those kind of experiences <laughs> but it was very sensual yoga so they had a great time <laughs> so the i'm point pretty is, sure is he's not complaining no, no, there were no complaints. I wanted to know when the next class was. Um, but the question is, you know, she she's definitely evolved. And the story of the Oasis is kind of a fun one, too. Yeah, our origin of the Oasis. So let's hear it. I love the way you tell it. Well, uh, we have to tell it together. But, you know, we, we had been talking about going to hedonism for over 10 years. And if I were to give any advice to somebody uh, having those kind of discussions, early in their relationship, learn the oasis so that you don't delay something that is so much fun. I mean, we we were, you know, we've enjoyed Quito so many times. Uh, I think it is a resort that people continue to come back to. But uh, we waited 10 years because we just weren't confident enough to have a discussion about why we wanted to go. And um, we go back and forth trying to read what the other person was saying about um, going to hedonism. And then, it was one of those conversations. Do you want to go? Well, I don't know. Do you want to go? Well, I don't know. Right. Do you want to go? <laughs> for, for 10 years. And, and, uh, and so we finally, we finally tired of, uh, uh, and decided that, you know, that, Hey, let's just create a safe space and see if we really want to go to hedonism. And of course we both said, yeah, why are we waiting any longer? We've been talking about it for 10 years. And so that was creating the, that space was the way we were able to make that decision to go to Hedonism. Nancy but, booked it the next day. But actually, Mark Mark created the space. We're driving up Interstate 5, right? Our eight-hour drive. We're in the car, just two of us. And we were doing that little dance back and forth. And finally, Mark says, all right, listen, let's stop dancing. Let's just create a little safe space here. Um, it's just you and me. Anything you say, whatever your truth is, I will handle it i will not hold it against you i will accept it and you know can you do the same so we we set the tone we set the intention for this conversation so we both knew that no matter what we said it was going to remain safe in that in that sacred little what we now call the oasis so we were both able to speak our truth in that space so we and turns out we both had a huge yes I want to go. So, but if one had said no and one had said yes, then we would have at least known what the other person was thinking and wanting. And we could have then just moved on. But then the next day I did book the trip. <laughs> that. And the rest is history, as I, they say. Well, what was un, unforeseen was how that moment changed the rest of our communication. So we, after having that experience of being able to kind of hit the brakes, stop, create that safe space, the oasis, 
now, anytime there's anything difficult or challenging or we're a little bit nervous to express, we just simply say, we need to create an oasis because I've got something I need to talk to you about. And it's not a fear thing. You know, the other person doesn't go, oh, God, you know, what's coming? We actually go, okay, cool. We know, we know what we're doing. So we create that oasis so that no matter what we bring to it, it's been regarding family, money, just big decisions, uh, work. I mean, every topic has entered into that oasis. And we both can sit down, face each other, get rid of any distraction and focus on what the other person is needing to say and then really hear them. And then I've, I've developed all kinds of different skill sets to add into that oasis so couples don't, it doesn't turn into an argument and they have to, you know, they set some really specific ground rules so that they stay in respect. So it's fun to watch you. Oh, go ahead. So um, I, I, we're going to talk about, you know, the need to um, take a vacation during COVID and how, you know, different things and craziness and the new normal is going to be. But what I, what I wanted to just go back to, you know, we're talking about this oasis and, and there's a lot of educators that do play shops and workshops and all the different things that, you know, couples learn different techniques and different ways to communicate. But, you know, with you, Nancy, we have found because you are so passionate, not only about yoga, but about Tantra and Kama Sutra and all those um, I want to call them internal spiritual things that make sex better. Talk a little bit about the need for couples to come to your retreat. And normally you do it on Valentine's Day. This year it's going to be 2021. Uh, hopefully the world will still be around um, in some sort of normal February 13th to 20th. But just talk a little bit about, you know, you, you get into teaching people how to have give better blowjobs, how to eat pussy better, how to have better orgasms, but it's in a very tantric way. Let's just discuss that for a minute. Yeah, you know, I think one of the main differences, you know, because people always ask me, what do you do that's different? You know, I think one of the main differences is I really speak to it from the, the, the love and the pleasure of, of an experience and our birthright to ultimate love and pleasure. And our birthright to be loved for who we are without apology. And so I bring those concepts into everything I teach. And I can just kind of speak to some of the things that couples have said. And this last year, um, we had couples that had been together 20, 30, 40 years. And after the first class, they always come up and say, I never knew this about my partner and I we've never had a conversation this deep so quickly that made us both feel so safe. It's going to make me tear up yeah. talking about it. Um, <clears throat> because I think we, 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 many of us live on the surface and we want to go deep. I believe human nature so desperately wants to have that deep soulful safe connection with another human being. I've been telling you that for years. You want to go deep? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, couldn't resist. He's a lot like you, David. That's, that's why we get along so well. Yeah, exactly. That's right. So, but I, I that, that's my, my 
my deep, my firm belief is that that most human beings, I think human beings want that. People are afraid of it because they don't know what to expect. They think they're, you know, the, they might lose their mind or, or just feel so vulnerable and be hurt. So, so my teachings are gentle and that they bring people to that place with a practice that reminds them that they're safe, that, that holds that space of respect and honoring and then when they get into that that lovely connection it's like there's no end to the amount of pleasure that they can experience and share and it just keeps getting better but people think that there's an and somehow an end point to pleasure or satisfaction and i i just kind of open the door and say it's endless you can just keep going deeper <laughs> it is it is and no. you know every time we go to workshops and, and we love your workshops we always learn something and we've been swingers for 12 years we've been traveling a week a month for the last i don't know five six years so we we get around and we always go to different workshops and we are always learning and it's incredible how certain educators like yourself have this amazing knack of teaching something and we always take it home and remember it and practice it at home, which makes us a better couple. And we often will say, remember yeah. what Dr. Nancy said or what Dr. Jess said or what you know, Kim and Brad said. We really take it to heart and we try to practice what we learn because that's the only way for our relationship to grow. Um, and get well, stronger. Yeah, not the only way, but it's certainly a great way for it to grow. And it's we not only sexual. I mean, Carol's used to yeah. give great blowjobs but if you look back 15 years to how she gave head then versus how she gives head now i mean it's day and night and we're getting older but we're getting better and the same way right. when i go down and eat her pussy and you know you've taught us all about the yoni and 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 the, the go the slow and take the time and get it aroused and get the blood down there i mean she has the most amazing orgasms and she squirts more now than she did in her 40s just so much yeah fun. and i think that I think that those are kind of the secrets that a lot of couples out there really aren't aware of that it, it, you know, people have bought into the myth that the longer you're together, the less quality and the less frequency of sexual time you have. And why, and why is that? Doesn't have to be that way. <laughs> why do you think that? Myth. Why do you think that myth has come about? Because that's something I really don't understand, that the better you know a person, the more chance you have to make them uh, feel good. But why do you think it is that myth you just mentioned? Like, is it part of our culture that the longer you're together, the less sex you're going to have? I think there's there's a cultural, and I think religion has played a part of that in teaching people that pleasure is somehow bad. You know, uh, the word hedonist, you know, has it, even though all it means is pleasure seeking, has kind of developed a, a negative connotation around what, why should you get pleasure? That's a, you know, that's that's playing to the devil. Ah. Something, yeah, it's taboo. Yeah. And so, and yet that's, you know, if if you believe in God and you believe in that kind of of uh, faith, you have that kind of faith, you have to trust that. Pleasure was a gift. Yes. yes. <laughs> you know? Well, I, and I think as people start to play with each other and they develop a relationship and they move into it, you know, if something goes a little off, you know, they need to know why the other person didn't didn't enjoy that that uh, approach. Mm -hmm. And and 
times, you know, that why can be kind of jolting and a little bit, uh, uh, people get defensive um, and, and maybe a little afraid. And if you go back to the oasis, you can learn why that wasn't as pleasurable as the other person had intended or, or what each other was hoping for in that experience. <laughs> can be quite sexy to talk about things, even if they don't go quite the way that you would hope that they would go. Mm-hmm. But couples get out of the habit of talking to each other. And, um, you know, we've, we've learned from the bondage uh, people, that, you know, they they have discussions before and after, you know, what, was, what, what am I allowed to do? What makes you happy? Was that good? How did that work out for you? And, and um, I think those discussions don't happen as much with established couples. They, they are, they're afraid at the moment, and they're also afraid afterwards to talk about the experience. That makes sense. And I, I have another theory, too, about this, and that I think we're taught early on that, it's, that we give pleasure, that, that we give people orgasms, that somehow you know, girls wait for the boy to do that for her or the boy waits for the girl to do that for him. Instead of teaching people that you have to own your own pleasure and your own orgasm and that you have to know your body well enough to know how to teach somebody else what you need. And I've taught all over the world and that's universal that people don't even know their own sexual pleasure points and They've not not experimented enough with their their own sexuality to guide somebody else. It's like they they expect the the other one to know. Mm-hmm. Like it's a magical point that and, everyone knows. You know that's right, right. Yeah. And it's like you know how how is a girl supposed to know about male anatomy? She doesn't have it. You know we should we should be experts in our own anatomy and our own sexual pleasure so that we can teach anybody that we're going to let into that realm. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. Before, before we, be, before we, end, <laughs> before we finish this segment of the show, I, I want to talk about the need for people to get away. And we know during non COVID how important it was for us to go on, you know, alternative lifestyle vacations. We love being naked on the beach. But let's just talk about now for a second the need during COVID in a safe way for couples to get away. It might be just for the weekend. It might be to a hotel in their city um, or it might be to your retreat in February. But what do getaways do to strengthen couples? I, I used to tease that I was going to decorate my home bedroom like a hotel room. <clears throat> Put a you know crappy TV on the wall or something (laughs) classic i think it's getting away from distractions it's getting away from daily responsibilities it's getting away from your phone it's taking that time and getting excited together about going and just having time for each other just just doing that just putting that as a priority puts the relationship back on track because it's very easy to lose that priority when you've got lots of busyness and children and work and all that's going on in life. Nancy's been a, a long advocate of, of uh, weekly dates for couples uh, so that they they have that time planned in their schedule to focus on themselves. And 
And they do find that, that when they do that, that that does improve their sexual time. They might go out on a date, talk about what they want to try, something new, something different, uh, and, um, and then go home and, and make that happen. And so you can imagine when you get to hedonism and you have a whole week to focus on each other, um, we always tease ourselves about pacing ourselves because we, we go there and then the first 36 hours we're all torn up and then we have to try to figure out how to enjoy the rest of the week. Um, so there is a little pent up energy, yeah. but, uh, the, the dates taking time, uh, whether you're at home and certainly that always happens when you go to a, a, a sexy vacation like he does. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. We love it. And it's, it's quite habit forming, uh, uh, you guys have the addiction just as we do. Yes. Um, uh, and it never lets us down um, at all. I, you know, for as a woman, I, I just have to say that hedonism is probably the only place other than in our home with you personally that I feel as confident about myself, my body, my age, whatever. Uh, it's because it's so accepting of each individual for who they are, what they've got, and nobody gives a rip, you know, um, you know, what you do for a living or, or, you know, if you have stretch marks or if you're perfect or imperfect, nobody cares. It's, they just accept you at face value. And that's, I think that's a rare experience in this world, especially in the social media world. And when you when you experience that, um, <clears throat> sometimes you discover that you're not, you know, you see other people doing that at hedonism, and you discover that you're not doing that at home with your partner. Yeah. You know, so. Mm-hmm. so it Absolutely. Is, yeah, no, that is great. It's a great way to relax and um, just let it all out as well and just be yourself, which, you know, ever, nobody's judging you and it does make you feel really good. This is a great discussion. We're just going to remind everybody that this is the Hedonism Show. We are Carol and David and we're talking with Dr. Nancy, um, of course, and Dr. Mark uh, from Exotic Lifestyle Events. And uh, coming up next is our favorite segment, Great Sex Matters. So stay tuned. Absolutely. And um, since we've been talking about hedonism, I mentioned a little bit earlier about our favorite place on the planet, which is Hedo 2 in Jamaica. And, you know, it's definitely one of our favorite places to be. We want to remind everybody that they're having their repeat offenders event from December 16th to 26th, when Hedo is going to be celebrating with all their loyal, sexy and erotic guests. And, of course, with some of the lowest rates of the year, delicious Jamaican food, sexy entertainment, and, of course, their sexy and award-winning staff. But listen to this. We're so excited to tell everyone that we're going to be at Hedo from January 15th to March 28th. Yep, most of the winter we're going to be there naked on the beach and we're going to be broadcasting on location. So come and join us for a week or even more. And maybe you can be one of, the, one of our guests on our podcast. We can't wait. We just can't wait to be back at our home, back to Hedo. It's going to feel so good to be naked on the beach again. And you can just visit our website, thesexylifestyle.com, to stay informed about all the sexy and open-minded events that are happening in your area and around the world. All right, let's get back to this show. It's pretty cool. I love talking about relationships, and we know Nancy and Mark are experts on it. Um, This is the Hedonism Show. We are Carol and David, and now it's time for our favorite part of the show where we get to talk about great sex because... Well, great sex matters, and we all deserve it. As you know, this segment is all about getting down and dirty with our guests, and today, of course, we're going to be doing that and talking about getting down and dirty at hedonism. 
in the safest possible way, of course. Of course. So let's first start with you guys. And, you know, we talked earlier about how you guys have been spicing it up a little bit since you've been spending a lot of time together. Do you have any fun stories you might want to share with us that's happened that's fun Uncensored. or funny? <laughs> that's happened since you've been extra time together. No and, holds barred. And wait a second, it's not about the beer between your legs. You're going to have to tie us yeah. a new one. <laughs> I don't know, dear. What, what would you like to share? <laughs> Well, I I, I t- do tend to be an instigator and planner. So um, for us, I think it's been just a continuation of of, uh, of our play. Um, but I do like to try to catch Nancy by surprise. And she's a good sport um, when I do this. And, and she can relate maybe her favorite episode when I caught you by surprise. It gets a little elaborate. I I started off by just rolling out a red carpet in the front when she came back from hedonism, wondering if she still loved me after being at hedonism by herself for a whole week. <laughs> but um, but I think that uh, um, I, I tend to like to, to create experiences if I can. And uh, I don't know, uh, we, we, you know, unfortunately we didn't really stop working when, when uh, COVID came up, but we still have been able to maintain some fun, sexy time. So what kind of experience? I, I like these elaborate experiences. What, which, which one do you want to talk about? Oh, my gosh. I mean, you're always setting something up from a um, from a erotic photo shoot. You know, I came home and he had the dining room table cleared and cameras and lights all set up. And, you know, he then he put a black silk tablecloth or a sheet over the table and had me lay on the table and he interviewed me for, <laughs> um, and so th- things like that. Uh, so I, I like to create, I like to create moments that create tension and, and excitement. And then he and, likes to make me nervous. Uh-huh. And make, he, make, he, likes to, he likes to make me feel vulnerable. A little, little, vulnerable, <laughs> little nervous and vulnerable. And, uh, and so, you know, being interviewed naked on top of a dining room table with the sheet on it worked pretty, pretty well. <laughs> um, and it, it only takes a moment really to, to set up things. So I would encourage people to set up these and act out these little scenarios. Uh, I'm, I'm a strong advocate of not starting at 11 o'clock at night and trying to have, have sexy time. I, um, I set up a room uh, and... Um, put out a dress for Nancy to put on. And um, I, I long time ago had bought a tuxedo. So I greeted her at the door with the tuxedo and uh, changing things a little bit, but we put the dress on her and we walked into this room that I had set up with plenty of light and some music and a place to dance. And then of course, what I did is I, I stripped her down uh, naked and then we danced and, she was naked and I was in the tuxedo Ooh. while we were and, and I, I have to tell you that the rest of the night was pretty pretty magical. I, I, I didn't realize I had to kind of hold her up. Her legs were pretty weak. Uh, <laughs> I love of it. <laughs> and, oh, my uh, gosh. And, of course, the soft blanket to lay her down on after we quit dancing was there as well. So take some time to to create a romantic moment uh when you have this extra time, especially if you don't have kids around, it does get a little more difficult 
if you don't have space and time. So, so the younger couples do need to get a little bit more creative with their opportunities. And this is exactly why you go to hedonism because you don't have, you don't have the children, uh, uh, picking the lock to get into your room. Uh, <laughs> one, one of the other things that Mark has done, which, you know, is, I think is brilliant is to create a consent form and to just keep putting things on this consent form because, you know, we're all evolving and our relationships changing and our curiosities change. And so every once in a while he'll pull out the consent form and then kind of have me do it over. Like, is this a yes? a no or a maybe. And so I have to go through every little detail. And usually by midway, my palms are sweating and my, you know, my whole body is moist. (laughs) Well, we go, we go on the theory that, you know, any, if if she gets to make the decision, yes or no, why wouldn't I include the question on the consent form? I just want to know what she's thinking. And it does change. Um, I think that's actually an important point. If you ask uh, your partner on any one night how they feel about X, Y, Z, they may not be in the mood uh, for a certain type of play. Uh, They may want it to be a little more intimate and and gentle. And then, of course, I've got the ropes out in the other room, and I'm going, oh, oh, okay, wait a minute. i got to make you adjust this here. And, you know, you know, you you, you you, you were talking about, you know, surprising Nancy. I love surprising Carol, but... You know, more often than not, I always hear wrong hole. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know, I should learn now after 15 years that it's just never the right moment for that. No, it's not happening. Well, sometimes you have to plug one so they know. know (laughs) That's a smart thing to do, Nance. There you go. Put a hole, put a plug in it. I like that. Really? Uh, No, (laughs) not really. (laughs) I like the idea of like, just, you know, all right. Making that a So, so just get one with a sign on it that says no entry. Right. Exactly. Exit only. There you go. So So, Nancy, Nancy, we were, we were with you at Nadia New Orleans and we attended one of your amazing workshops. And with the whole show, we've been talking a lot about COVID and communication and talking to your partner and being able to express your wants, needs and desires and having this consent form. But one of the things that Carol and I took from that workshop we did with you and part of it was communication was when you're having a discussion with your partner using the phrase, thank you for sharing. And I want you to elaborate on that. I just got chills. Um, that was that was the one we filmed with Lisa Lynch. Yes, right yes. on CNN. Yeah, uh, I mean that that is the probably the the core of the oasis is the gratitude that we need to express for this per- other person in our life that's opening up to us and speaking their truth, and so. As, as awkward as that say that sentence feels to people at first, you know, thank you for sharing that with me. When you really think about it, you're you're acknowledging this that this other human has just opened up a part of themselves that may be scary, and you're you're just expressing gratitude. You're not asking them more questions. You're not arguing with them. You're just simply thanking them for sharing, and then move on. Because oftentimes in a relationship, especially, you know, we're talking adults, 
adults just want to feel heard. That's probably the number one comment I get from people that take my workshops is from the, for the first time in their lives, they feel like they have a way to feel really heard. And that's different than being listened to. You know, we, we, communication, we think is all about talking. And really, it's about really hearing what a person is what they're relaying with body language, what's the emotion behind it, go deep with it. And so we can really hear this other human being. And most of the time, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a cry to be loved. It's a, it's a call out to be acknowledged and to be accepted. And so those, you know, those, those, those may sound cliche, but I can tell you when you experience that, it's, ga- it's a game changer. I agree 100%. Fantastic. And What's I, one of the things that I learned, of course, because I'm always commenting, always, you can, I always want to have that last word. And it's really a good exercise to not do that. It really belittles your partner and it and tells them that you're not really listening because all you want to do is you're thinking about what you're going to say next. So I love that. It's great. We practice that as much as often as we can remember anyways. Yeah. It's a great thing Front to try. Center. Yeah. So now we're, we're at the end of the show. I can't believe we're, we're through an hour, but we want to talk about two things before we get into the final advice. And um, let's talk about the bedroom, making it a theme palace, and how you can integrate role playing and stuff like that in making things sexy for a couple. Well, I mean, your, your bedroom really needs to be beautiful. You know, it needs to be a place that you both find uh, calming, comforting, beautiful, and, and sexy. You know that if you want, when you walk into your bedroom, if it's a mess, the bed's not made, things are disheveled, it it can create a chaos with you. So to create a setting, create an environment that you both look forward to being a part of, have a toy box in your bedroom. That's you know if you've got little kids, lock it um, so that you know you you don't see your kid run around the house with your dildo. That's a good <laughs> <You know>? thing. <laughs> Put a lock on your bedroom door. If you, if you live with other people, put a lock on your bedroom door and use it so that you've got privacy and you have that place to create um, to create um, an ambiance. You can use, you know, if you have light lamps in your bedroom, you can use different fabrics, silks, colors, and just put a cover over your lamp. If it's an LED, it's not going to get hot. And you can create the mood lighting. Have music in your room. If you have a TV, put on some porn that you both like that stimulates you when you when it catches your eye. And then, like Mark was saying, you know, you can either trade off planning, or if one of you is just a better planner, occasionally plan something a little more elaborate and surprise your partner. It it just makes you look forward to your playtime because that's that sacred space in your relationship that. You're not, you know, that you're no, none of your friends and your kids aren't a part of that space. So that's just for the two of you at that moment to enjoy. And yeah. it's, it's good for your health. My God, your mental health, your physical health. Well, leave, leave the distractions out. But, and, and, yeah. uh, and, and I think that, uh, you know, if you're, yeah, we've had play for, 40 some years and I'm still learning new things about Nancy and what she likes and what she responds to. So 
I just enjoy trying to find the next one. So if you can go in to the bedroom without distractions and uh, know that you're going to have a great time, then then the rest is pretty spontaneous. It works mm-hmm. works always works out for me. Just reminding <laughs> Just to remind everybody in this time when we have to keep close with our partners because that's where we're living today, all this great advice that Nancy and Mark have been sharing with us is really instrumental to to spice it up and and keep your sex life alive during this time. So just as a final note, you know, we always like to end our show with some sexy advice. Um, this is going to come about you. It can be all about your Valentine's retreat in Hito. So, for a couple who's thinking about coming to your retreat, uh, what are two things that they could expect to get out of it that would make their couple stronger? Well, I think they can expect to get some new new tools to improve or enhance their relationship. So, you know, I they I leave they leave with uh, homework, um, play work to do. They leave with new skills and deeper understanding of each other and what they both want from their relationship. They spell it out. So, you know, a lot of people don't really have that conversation. Like, what, where, what would we like our relationship to be like? So they're going to they're gonna leave with that. The other thing they're going to leave with is, is an understanding of the value of kindness in your relationship. Wow. Okay. Well, you know, Nancy, Mark, we can go on for hours, and that's why we have, we have you back on our show. We love doing shows with you in person. Hopefully, we'll be there with you in February and uh, attend your workshops and do some shows together. Why don't you take a minute, tell everyone how they can actually book the trip with you and get a free consultation via Zoom um, during or after the retreat? So if you go to my website, which is drns.com, P as in Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce, so drnsp.com, and you go to my events, my retreats. Uh, it'll it'll list the different retreats that I'm putting on, and you just they click on that link, and there's all the booking information. I have the uh, an overview of the itinerary. It's an intensive program, so we're doing we're concentrating on three days of the seven at the beginning, starting with the 13th of February. And it, so you, it's a building. So we create this, this stage for you to have an exquisite week together. And then on Friday, we come back together for a, a really cool ceremony that I'm creating for the couples to, so that when they leave the next day, they leave with a plan for their relationship. Fantastic. Wow. And so all, all the booking information is on my website. So drnsp.com. And if they have questions, they can email me. And then um, as soon as they book the trip through us, then I will contact them to set up their, their consultation. They can have it before the event, during the event, or after the event, depending on what they think, how it think, they think it might best serve them. Beautiful. And if you missed any of that, Nancy has a guest page up on our website, The Sexy Lifestyle. So you can go there. Um, You can get that information. You can hear the other shows that we have done with her. They are all tremendous. So go to thesexylifestyle.com. And remember to sign up on Alt Playground. That's A-L-T Playground.net. If you're looking for an open-minded online sexy community to meet other cool people and listen to some fun podcasts like ours, go there and check it out. 
And we sincerely hope that you, everyone is staying safe and healthy and, of course, following the suggested protocols issued by your local health authorities, like washing your hands, not touching your face, practicing social distancing, and please continue to wear your mask. And, of course, continue to listen to our show and visit our website, thesexylifestyle.com. And if you have any questions at all, you can always send us an email at ask at carolandavid.com. Absolutely. Well, that's it for our show today. Nancy and Mark, thank you so much for being here. Always a pleasure. Yes, Look forward you. to more. Look forward to seeing you yep. in February. For sure. Absolutely. And of course, every week we want to thank all our listeners for being there week in and week out. Join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle. We'll talk about sex, sexuality, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life. Well, that's it for today. And once again, remember, stay safe. And of course, stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Thank you for joining Carolyn David for this week's edition of The Hedonism Show. We've got another one lined up next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever.